the first chapter of Hilchas Nachalois, the laws of inheritance. This chapter contains 13 halachas dealing with the order of precedence in people who stand to inherit the deceased. The Rambam begins Hilchas Nachlis, the laws of inheritance, mitzvah sasei achas. In these laws we find one positive mitzvah, the he seder nachlis, and this is the mitzvah concerning the order of inheritance. Ubeir mitzvah zu and the detailed explanation of this mitzvah is given in the following chapters. Paragrishan chapter 1, Halacha Aleph, Seder Nachlis, the order of precedence in inheritance, Kachi, is as follows. Misha Meis, if someone died, Yirashuhu Bonov, his sons inherit him. Vehem Koidmim Lakoil, and they take precedence over anyone else. Vehazchorim Koidmim Lanekevis, and male children take precedence before Females. That is, if there are males, they inherit and not females. Halocha beis bechol makim. In any case where people inherit the deceased, ein la nekeva im hazochan yerusha. No female can ever inherit together with males. That is, that if there are males who are inheriting, even though there are females who bear the same degree of relationship to the deceased, they do not inherit. They inherit only if there are no males who take precedence over them. If the deceased had no sons, that is, he had no sons or daughters to inherit him, then the second or level of precedence is his father. His father inherits him. And in any case, a mother cannot inherit her sons. Even though we said that when there are no males of that order of precedence, the females inherit, but a mother cannot inherit where the father died. And this is known by oral tradition that a mother cannot inherit her sons. And anyone who takes precedence in inheriting the deceased, if he has also died before the deceased, his descendants take precedence in inheriting the deceased. Therefore, Misha Meis, if someone died, Bein Ish, Bein Isha, either a man or a woman, regardless of who it is, if he died, if he left over a son, the son inherits everything, and no other relatives stand to inherit when there is a son present. If he did not have any son, then we make a thorough investigation of the descendants of this son or descendants of any son that he might have had. In other words, if he had a son at one time, and the son died while the father was still living, and now the father died, before anyone else, in the absence of a, of a living son, before any other relatives can inherit, we make an investigation to see if there are any descendants of that son. In Nimzal ibn if we find any descendants of that son, either males or females, even if we find his son's daughter's daughter's daughter, even many generations down to the end of the world, this descendant, even a female, this descendant of the son, inherits all the property. If we find that the deceased had no sons and no descendants of any sons, then, we look 
to see if there are daughters. If the deceased had a daughter, if he had a daughter, she inherits everything. If he had no daughter living in the world, but he once had a daughter who has now who has died before him. We investigate to see if there are descendants of that daughter. If we find descendants to that daughter, either male or female, even many generations later, even to the end of the world, that descendant of the daughter will in this case inherit everything. If we do not find any descendants of a daughter, so he has no descendants, no sons or daughters, and no descendants of sons or daughters. So then that level of precedence is not existing here. The next level is that the inheritance passes over to the father of the deceased. If his father was not living anymore, his father had died before him, that is. Now we investigate to see who are descendants of that father. By that we mean the brothers of the deceased, the descendants of the deceased father. If we find that the deceased has brothers or descendants of a brother, the brother, or if the brother has already died, his descendants inherit everything. And if not, he has no brothers and no descendants of brothers, then it, the inheritance passes over to sisters, and we see if he has a sister. If we find that he has a sister, or he once had a sister who died, and there are descendants of that sister living, they inherit everything. And if we find that that level of inheritance is entirely missing, that is, we find that the deceased has no brothers or their descendants, and no sisters or their descendants. In other words, it means that the deceased's father had left over no descendants at all. Then the inheritance passes to the grandfather, that is, the father of the father of the deceased. If this grandfather of the deceased is not living, then we investigate to find descendants of that grandfather. By this we mean the paternal uncles, the brothers of the father of the deceased. And even in this case, males take precedence over females, that is, brothers of the father of the deceased. Take precedence over sisters, over the father uh, of the father of the deceased, and descendants of males, take precedence over females or their descendants. Just as the law was at the beginning of this halacha concerning the deceased himself. If we find that the deceased's father had no brothers, neither brothers nor descendants of brothers, then the inheritance passes to the great-grandfather, that is, the father of the father of the father of the deceased. And then, if he is not living, it goes to his descendants, males taking precedence over females. And following these rules and this order, in this order, the order of inheritance passes from one level to another. 
other Reuven until it passes all the way back. If we're talking about someone from the tribe of Reuven, it passes all the way back to his ancestor in antiquity, to Reuven and his descendants. Then say so, it therefore turns out, that a son that takes precedence over a daughter, the Rambam here repeats briefly, summarizing the order, and all the descendants of the, a son that take precedence even over a daughter herself, and if there are no son or descendants, then the daughter takes precedence over the father of uh, uh, of her father, the Yerecha, and all descendants of this daughter, take precedence over the father of her father, that means the father of the deceased, and if there are no sons or daughters or descendants of sons or daughters, then the father of the deceased, take precedence, over the brothers of the deceased, because they are descendants of the father of the deceased. And in descendants of the deceased's father, a brother of the deceased takes precedence over a sister, and all descendants of a brother take precedence over a sister. And a sister takes precedence over her father's uh, brothers. And all descendants of the sister take precedence over uh, her father's father. Aviha of the father's father, takes precedence over the brothers of the uh, father of the deceased. And the father's brothers take precedence over the uh, sisters of the father, and all descendants shall achi aviv of his father's brother, take precedence over the father's sister, and the father's sister, takes precedence over the father's father's father of the deceased, and so also all descendants of the sister of the father, uh, take precedence over his father's father's father. And following this same order, the order of descent, the order of inheritance passes back up through the generations, till the beginning of all generations. And therefore, there is no person among the Jewish nation who does not have any heirs. Because if we go up through the generations till Yankov Avinu and the descendants of the of Yankov Avinu, there must be some relative to every Jew. Alochadalit Misha Meis, someone who died v'hiniach bas, and he left over a daughter ubas habein, and he left order over a daughter of his son v'afilu bas 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 habein, or even the daughter of the daughter of the daughter of the son. At seif kamadoyres, even after several generations. There was some descendant through daughters of daughters of daughters from his son. He koidemes. She takes precedence and she descends through his son. And she inherits everything. And the direct daughter of the deceased inherits nothing. And this same rule applies to the daughter of his brother. And 
his sister. In other words, he had he left over a sister and he left over a brother's daughter. The brothers Ulabasa ben Achiyaviv, or the daughter of the son of his father's brother Imachoisaviv, and his father's sister. And so any similar case. Someone who had two sons. And the two sons died while he was still living. And one of these sons left over three sons. And the second son left over one daughter. And then the grandfather, this grandfather died. So his inheritance had passed to his two sons and through them to the four grandchildren. But the four grandchildren do not, uh, the four grandsons do not share equally. It turns out that Shloishas his three grandsons who descend from one of his sons, they inherit half the property. And the daughter of the other son, she also inherits half because she inherits her father's share. Each one of these grandchildren takes a share of his father's share. And following this rule, sons of brothers inherit, or sons of the brothers of the father, all the way back through the generations, they inherit in this order, that is, that people do not ha- inherit according to how many they are, but they share the, uh, from the person, they, they share the inheritance that they get from the person from whom they inherited. Someone's mother's family is not considered to be a family, is not considered to be a blood relationship here in the order of inheritance. And inheritance goes only through the ancestors of, uh, through the um, paternal order of ascent. Someone who had half-brothers on his mother's side only, brothers who are half-brothers only from the mother do not inherit one another. Yershim says, however, have brothers who share the same father do inherit each other. And in this case, it makes no difference whether we're talking about a half-brother who shares only a father or a full brother. They both have equal rights to inheritance because we consider only fathers. Anyone who is related to someone due to some illicit sexual relationship, nevertheless, he stands to inherit just as if he were legitimate. Ketzad, for example, if someone had a son who was illegitimate, who was a mamzer, or he had a brother who was illegitimate, the brother was a mamzer, that nevertheless, concerning inheritance, they have the same rule as any other son or any other brother. However, if someone has an illegitimate son from a female non-Jewish slave, or through a non-Jewish woman with whom he had intercourse, 
Such a son is not considered a son for any purpose at all, and he inherits nothing. A woman cannot inherit her husband at all. However, a husband inherits all the property of his wife by rabbinical decree. And he takes precedence over any other relatives of hers in inheriting her property. And even if he married her and she was forbidden to live with him, for example, how can he marry a woman who is forbidden to him? Such a marriage takes, does not take effect. We're talking about the case where the marriage does take effect. For instance, a almana l'kayin gadol, a kayin gadol who married a widow, grusha v'chalutza l'kayin hediet, or an ordinary kohen who married a, a grusha, a woman who was divorced or who had chalitza. And even though these are forbidden, but the marriage does take effect. And even if the wife was not yet bas mitzvah, and even if the husband was a deaf mute, and the deaf mute can contract a marriage only by rabbinical provision, nevertheless, this is considered a legitimate marriage for the purpose of inheritance, and the husband inherits his wife's property. We have already stated in Hilchas Ishus. In uh, that a husband does not inherit his wife's property unless he has already acquired possession of this wife. That is that we have all. That is that she already lives with him. They've already made the nisuin, and it's not a marriage of kedushin only. And that a person who does he- hear and speak cannot inherit his wife, who is a deaf mute, if he married her when she was a deaf mute. And even if later she began to hear and speak. And there in Hilchas Ishes, we already we also stated, that the husband inherits property of his wife that has already come into her possession, that is, if she inherited property from one of her relatives and has already taken possession of this property, then, if she died, her husband inherits this inheritance of hers. And this applies to both to property that she brought into the marriage that she had inherited before the marriage, or property that she did not bring into the marriage and she inherited after the marriage took place. If he divorced his wife, and it was a divorce that had some technical difficulty with it, so that we are in doubt as to whether the divorce took place, and then she died, in the case of the doubtful divorce, the husband cannot inherit her. If a husband married a girl who was below the age of bas mitzvah, and it was a case where the marriage did not properly take effect at all, and she does not even have to formally announce her refusal to remain with her husband in order to leave her husband. To briefly explain this, we learned in Hilchas Ishas that 
Only a father can make Kiddushin for his minor daughter. If a mother or her brothers or other relatives make Kiddushin for her, the marriage takes effect only by rabbinical decree. And when she becomes bas mitzvah, she, or, or close to bas mitzvah, she can refuse to live with her husband, and the marriage is dissolved without the requirement for a get. There is no divorce required. However, by rabbinical decree, until she actually does formally make this refusal, she is considered to be married to him. However, if she's still very young, or she does not understand the nature of marriage and does not know what is happening to her, then the marriage is not considered a, an effective marriage at all, and she can be separated from her husband without even a formal declaration. In such a case, Eina Yersha, this husband cannot inherit such a wife, because there is no marriage at all here. And similarly, an idiot or an insane person who married a normal woman, or a normal man who married a woman who was an idiot or was uh, insane, he cannot inherit her because in the case of such people who are not mentally competent even by rabbinical decree there is no marriage a husband whose wife died and after his wife died her father died or her brother or some other relative died from whom she stood to inherit property in such a case the husband does not inherit it even though we learned in a previous halacha that if she inherited the property and then she died he, the husband, inherits all of this property, including what she inherited. But here she died, and her estate inherited this property after she was already dead. In such a case, the husband does not inherit it. Who inherits this? Her descendants. If she had descendants. And if not, then the inheritance passes back to the family of her father. Because a husband inherits property of his wife, only property that she already has possession from, and not property that she does not have possession, but will come later. The husband can inherit only property that she has already inherited and has taken into her possession before she died. Similarly, a husband does not inherit his wife. If the husband is already dead, he does not inherit like any other relatives from one's father's family. We learned at the beginning of the chapter that if someone who stood to inherit was dead, his descendants inherit. However, in the case of a husband who inherits his wife, if the husband is already dead and then the wife dies, the descendants of this husband cannot inherit the wife. Kate said, for example, Baal Shemes, if a husband died, and then her husband, and then the wife died, we do not say, since the husband, when he was living, took precedence over any other person in inheriting his wife, let, so let the heirs of the husband 
take precedence over any other heirs of this woman. We do not say that but the law is that the heirs of this woman from her father's family they are the ones who inherit her in if she died after her husband died. And similarly, a husband, a, a son cannot inherit his mother Bakever uh, after this son is already dead. For the purpose of passing the inheritance over to his half brother on his father's side. Ketzad, for example, of this law, Misha Meis, if someone died, the Achakach Mesa Imoy. And after he died, his mother died. And now the dead person stands to inherit his mother's property uh, to pass over to his descendants. We do not say, Since if this son were still living when the mother died, this son would have taken precedence over all of the relatives of the mother of Yershim shall ban even the descendants of this son, should take precedence over the other heirs of this woman who died. And it would turn out if the son of the woman who died left over no, no children, no descendants, it would turn out his brothers, his half-brothers from his father's side, would inherit the mother of this person, Aha, Moshe shall say, after this person died, we do not say that. Elazera b'na, Hushe the heirs of this woman are only descendants of her son. Imhaya loizera, if the son had descendants, v'im ein loizera, and if he had no descendants, tavza yirushasa lemishpachas beisavia. Then, the inherit, then it's a, we consider it as if this son had never been there either since he is dead and has no descendants, and the inheritance goes, is passed over to the uh, family of her father. However, if the mother died first, and so the son inherited her property while the son was still living, it then became the son's property. And then the son died. Even if he were an infant, one day old, and even if he had been miscarried uh, before nine months, so that he was not even fit to survive, nevertheless, since he survived his mother even for one moment, and then he died after he, in fact, inherited his mother while living, he inherits his mother's property, and now it becomes his property, and now the property is, in, is inherited by his heirs, from his father's family.